I'm Brett Chang. I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Tuesday, April 11th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Jay, $1.65 million American is the average price for a house in the Hamptons, the famously bougie Long Island enclave, down 7.6% from last year, though, which means that it fell for the first time since 2019. You ever been to the Hamptons, Jay? I have not, but I want to tell great stories about hanging out with Billy Joel and Jerry Seinfeld and the Hamptons. I just don't have them. Have you been? I've never been, but I feel like I've watched so many seasons and episodes of the hit Bravo series, Summer House, that I know it really well. I know the bars, Southampton Social. I've got an idea of the vibe. And I even go off to a place called Southampton, Ontario. So while I've never actually been to the Hamptons, I feel like I'm Hampton in spirit. You're Hampton inspired, I guess it is. Exactly, exactly. But it looks nice, although it doesn't look that nice, which is my problem with buying a house for that much there. It's that, well, I get the proximity from there to New York is the value behind it. But, you know, you could probably buy a lot more in Florida where there's a real beach and it's actually hot all year for probably the same price. You could buy half of Florida for that price, Brett. Yeah. Well, would you want to, though, is the question. Uh, I'm going to leave that. We don't like to talk politics, so I'm going <laughs> to leave that out. Brett, aside from who we will not be schmoozing with on the Hamptons, what do we have for Peak Dolls today? For our first story, tax strike. For our second story, sleep country deals. And for our last story, Mr. Big. For our second story, while you were counting sheep, sleep country has been busy counting, well, dollars. Jay, what's Sleep Country's latest move? Well, I'm glad you asked, Brad. Sleep Country is paying $20.6 million U.S. for the Canadian assets of the U.S. mattress company Casper, which pioneered the now popular mattress-in-a-box business model. And to catch you up, the two companies have been partners since 2021 with Sleep Country selling Casper products in its stores and helping develop the brand in the Canadian market. Canada's leader in all things Zs is quartering the mattress you heard about through podcast ads market. In 2018, it bought Canadian mattress firm Endy for $88.7 million. The company has also invested in snoozy startup Sleepout, which makes curtains, and bought two other Canadian D2C sleep brands, Silk and Snow and Hush Blankets. It's happening because by adding Casper and Andy under its umbrella, Sleep Country can target younger shoppers with a popular product type and do so at competing price points. Andy's options top out around $1,450, while Casper has options upwards of five grand. If money is no object in exchange for sweet dreams, you can still drop 10 grand on a king-size bed made with horsetail hair and Belgian jacquard Dan mask. I have no idea what that is, but that's what you can buy. <laughs> Sounds fancy and expensive. Sweet Country enjoyed robust sales throughout the pandemic up until last quarter when net income dropped by about 21% as consumers saved money and stuck with their, well, their lumpy old beds. The bottom line is this. Sleep Country's famous jingle asks, why buy a mattress anywhere else? But these days, maybe they could change it to, can you even buy a mattress anywhere else? I like hearing you sing, Brett. I know. For our third story, something called the Mr. Big Tactic has a 95% success rate in jailing criminals, but critics want it banned. So here's what's driving the news, Jay. The Canadian policing tactic, which involves creating fake criminal groups like a gang to trick real criminals into confessing to crimes they've committed, is being challenged in courts. Opponents also want it outlawed per the New York Times. The tactic invented by the RCMP has been used to solve over 350 cold cases in Canada since 2008. Of resulting prosecutions, 94 
5% have ended in convictions. The target, usually a murderer suspect, is often enticed to engage in criminal acts by the fake gang. Ultimately, the goal is to coerce a confession for previous crimes. In 2014, the Supreme Court ruled the technique can be unreliable and manipulative. Targets are unaware of their right to remain silent to a lawyer. They're also given financial incentives to conform with the fake groups. Still, it continues to be used in last resort scenarios. Some lawyers say the tactic is a breeding ground for false confessions. A number of people convicted through Mr. Big have been exonerated after suing law enforcement. Here's the bottom line. The effectiveness of the tactic makes it difficult to advocate against it. Michelle Reuters, a criminal law professor, told the New York Times, beyond Canada, countries like Australia, New Zealand, and the Netherlands have also adopted the Mr. Big technique. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett. Have a great day, Peak Pals. 